This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you. Dear friend, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, I'm Andrew Nkoyoyo, and I'm glad you're tuning in to Kingdom Come With Me. Uh, today, we are going to unpack something that is very near and dear to God's heart and to my heart. You know, in our last broadcast, we talked about the love of God, experiencing the love of God. For those of you that haven't watched it, you can go back. It's on our platforms. Uh, on kingdomimpactministry.org for our podcast and our radio audi audience, and it's on our uh, connected TV platforms. Uh, today, I want to invite you to join me in this inspiring and yet life-changing message on the love of the Spirit. You know, when we talk about the love of God, most of the time we think of the love of God the Father and sometimes the love of Jesus. But we don't really think about the love of the Spirit for you and I. And so today I was impressed by the Holy Spirit to come and talk to you about the love of the Spirit. And in our next broadcast, we'll talk about the love of Christ. So what is this love of the Spirit? First off, let's go back to when we talk about the love of God. What are we talking about? We are talking about the love of God. Remember, God is a triune God. So when we talk about the love of God, we are referring to the love of God, the Father, love of God, the Son, and love God of God, the Spirit. And because we don't really talk about the love of the Spirit, I felt like it is time to highlight that part of God's love for you and I. Because when we do, it brings us into a deeper experience and a deeper reality and appreciation and intimacy with the Holy Spirit. By the way, who imparts, supplies, you know, uh, releases, manifests, demonstrates the love of God in our experiential, tangible, everyday life. So, 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, I'm reading from the Living Bible, it says that God is love. And anyone who lives in love is living with God and God living in him. Now, God is love. God the Father is love. God the Son is love. That's why Jesus could lay down his life for you. And God the Spirit is love. That's why the Holy Spirit left heaven to come in this dispensation, in this time, to be in you. And that takes us into the next promise, the next scripture. Dear friend, you have to put this in your spirit. Because when I discovered this love of the Spirit for me, 
it changed everything about my relationship, not only with God the Father and God the Son, but also God the Spirit. Because I knew then that the Holy Spirit is not just here out of duty or out of obligation and out of the answer to the prayer of Jesus to, you know, to come and be my comforter, but actually as a member of the Godhead, the Holy Spirit loves you. Let that sink in. The Holy Spirit loves you the same way the Father loves you, the same way Jesus loves you. And that's why the Holy Spirit is so relentless in His love, is so consistent in His love, in convicting us, in leading us, in directing us, in pursuing us, to bring us to the, that true intimacy with God. Again, when I say God, I'm referring to God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the triune God. But this is what Jesus said in John 14, 15 to 17. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. The King James says, another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Now, this person, this lover, God the Spirit, Jesus says he's going to abide with you forever. Now, Jesus is not here right now. He's in heaven at the right hand of the Father. But he's here, stay with me, through the presence, the person, and the power of the Holy Spirit. So it is crucial for you and I to understand this love of the one that is here with us. Okay? So Jesus said that he will be with you forever. Verse 17, he says, The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, because for he dwells with you, and he will be in you. You see, when the Holy Spirit comes, this you know, divine lover of you and I, when he comes, he says he's going to dwell in you and he's going to dwell with you. But what I want to bring deep into your spirit, man, is the fact that the Holy Spirit is not just here because Jesus prayed to the Father and the Father said, now Holy Spirit, now go be with them. No, he came because it is as a member of the Trinity, he shares the same attributes with God, the Father and the Son as love. Amen. And so, when you understand that, then your relationship with the Holy Spirit is going to be elevated. Because now you know there is this person who came forever to be with you, in you, and with you, and upon you. That is the anointing part. That is the empowering part uh, in, you know, in, in your life. He's going to be with you because he loves you. Yes, it's because the Father sent him and Jesus prayed the Father and the Father said, okay, Holy Spirit. But as the member of the Godhead, he shares and he imparts the same reality of the love of the Father and of Jesus. And he is love. I want you to put that in your spirit. The Spirit of God is the Spirit of love. Okay? It's not only the Spirit of power, the Spirit you know, of, of truth the spirit of revelation, I mean, all these titles is also the spirit of love because he is love and also he works the ministry, the administration 
of not only his own love for you, but of also the love of the Father and the love of Jesus Christ. Dear friend, there is nothing that you and I are going to accomplish in this world, in this life, without the deep working of God, the Spirit. But when we know that that work is going to be realized because now we are being saturated, grounded in the love of God, the Spirit, who is love. I'm going to show you here in our next scripture that the Spirit of God is the one who is going to work this love. So that, in, you know, as a result, there is a reciprocity that you loving God the Father and you loving the world, you loving yourself and also the world around you is because of God the Spirit. Okay, Romans fifteen thirty says, Paul says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. You see here... Paul was reaching out to the Romans for prayer, the body of Christ in that time, for prayer and for intercession on his behalf. But it was going to take the love of the Spirit in their hearts. Now, remember, the Spirit of God loves you the same way the Father and the Son love you. And the Spirit of God works that love in you, and he works that love through you. And so, for the Believers in Rome to be able to intercede. I'm talking about fervent, effectual, fervent prayer that availeth much is the prayer that the Holy Spirit will orchestrate, that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide, that the Holy Spirit will empower. Okay, But all that is coming and flowing out of the place of love, not only just your natural love, because within you, we humans, we are selfish by nature until the hand of God touches us. Hallelujah. So, Paul tells us here that it's going to be by the love of the Spirit. The love of the Spirit. The Spirit loves Paul. Now, watch this. The Spirit loves Paul and the Spirit is going to empower the believers in Rome to go into deep, effectual, fervent prayer because of the love that he has for Paul that is imparting to them and releasing through them, through their prayers, through their fasting, and through their uh, intercession before the throne of grace. Amen? So, dear friend, that's why intercession is not just an act of will. You know, saying that I'll pray. It takes the spirit. The Bible also calls him the spirit of grace and supplication. It takes the spirit. But what I want you to really get a hold of in this uh, episode is the fact that the spirit of God, who is love, he loves you, but he also loves the people that he's calling you to. He loves your family. He loves your marriage. He loves your children. He loves the people around you. I remember, you know, when I first got married, you know, and, you know, for those of you that are married, you know what I'm talking about, the two people becoming one. It was a little tough for the first year. And I remember one day in my office, you know, the Holy Spirit sat me down and he told me what I needed to be for my new bride to be what I, you know, he knows what, you know, who she is and what she is and what she needs. And he knows me and how I'm wired and everything. And he, he kind of basically out of love says, this is what you need to be, you know, for, you, for your wife. And when I listened to the spirit of God, everything changed. Everything. It's like, it was like, 
instant because the love of the Spirit for my wife was there and the love for me, and he was there to administer. Now, all he was looking for a vessel that was open, that was obedient, that was uh, yielded, that was willing to hear and to obey. Okay, so dear friend, this is crucial for you and I to understand if we are going to you know, love ourselves right and we are going to love others around us. We are going to love the world around us. And we are going to really be that tangible, you know, visible expression of God's love. We need to understand that God the Father loves us. God the Son loves us. We'll talk about that next time. But God the Spirit also loves us. But it is the work of God the Spirit who takes the love of the Father and the love of Jesus and makes it real. He makes it tangible. He brings it from the, you know, from this being this spiritual thing, you know, to being an actual experience, something that we experience, that actually all selfishness is consumed and dissolved and melted by the Spirit of God, who is love, and who is the Spirit of love, and He works that love within us. And all of a sudden, we can love the people we didn't used to care for. You know, I know I've been in places when God has told me to go preach and to go to countries, you know, um, Muslim countries and uh, different people groups. Some I never even cared about. Some, it's like we have nothing in common. I don't speak the language. I mean, I don't like it. But all of a sudden, you, this word comes and all of us, it comes with the love. The Spirit of God takes His love the love of the Father, the love of the Son, and then he begins to melt all this selfishness. He begins to tenderize, if you please, your heart. And all of a sudden, this callous heart that has been, you know, kind of yeah, offended and, and really closed off to a lot of things, all of a sudden, you have opened up to the reality of God. And all of a sudden, your eyes are open and your heart breaks for what God, what really breaks God's heart. And all of a sudden you find yourself on your knees weeping for the people and asking God to give you the nations, to give you those people groups, to give you that community, to for that neighbor, for that person, for that marriage to be healed. And all of a sudden it's not because you, you're a good person. It's because the love of God is changing and transforming your life. And that is by the love of the Spirit. God the Spirit, dear friend, Oh, how I have come to know this love. And every day, how I long for this love, for the Spirit of God to work this love within me. But first, I told you when I started out back in 84, you know, a year later as a new believer, and the Holy Spirit began to talk to me about himself. And the first time, I never heard anybody preach about this, and I've never since had anybody talk about, you know, the love of the Spirit, that the Spirit loves you, you know. But God began to preach God. The Spirit of God began to preach Himself to me. And He, he began to tell me how much He loved me and delighted in me and how He longs for me. And, and, and it really shifted my thinking because, yes, I knew the love of God and, the, you know, Jesus loves me. He died for me. But I never really, you know, connected to the Holy Spirit that way until that day. And when that day happened, everything changed because then I began to receive 
his love. I began to open myself knowing, no, I'm not just crying out for the Holy Spirit to come. He's in me and with me and upon me. But above all, he cares for me. He loves me. He cares about what happens to me, what happens through me. He cares about every little bit. And dear friend, from that point, my relationship changed. And, and so I'm going to give you some, you know, some really ways you can develop this relationship before, before I'm done here. But I want to drive this, you know, truth in Galatians. First, let's read Romans chapter 5, verse 5, that we are able to hold our heads high no matter what happens and know that all is well. Listen to this. For we know how dearly God loves us. Now, when we talk about God, we're talking about God, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and we feel this warmth of his love everywhere. You see, we can tangibly, physically feel the warmth, the love. You may not feel it all the time, but you can. I have felt it more times than I can care to count. We can feel it within us because God has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Dear friend, God is love. God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the three are one. God is love. And the Spirit of God is here to bring you to another level of intimacy with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And He's here to bring you into another level, another dimension, where you really know the love of God, not only intellectually, but experientially, tangibly. Okay, to know that love coming from deep within. And then that's going to intensify your relationship, your dependence, your trust and faith, not only in God the Father and the Son, but also in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so this changed my life, dear friend. Okay, let's read Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 20, 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Why? Because he's the spirit of, of love. And some other commentators have said that all the other really fruits of the spirit, they are only the results of love. You know, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. He says, against such, there is no law. And so, dear friend, when we get immersed, when we get married, to the Holy Spirit. He marries us to the Father and to Jesus. <laughs> oh, dear friend, I love this. Actually, I preached a message entitled, Marry Me. And actually, it's one of the, also the title um, in my book, you know, Catch and Release God's Supernatural, about intimacy. How do we come to that place of divine connection, such divine connection? We need to know the love of the Spirit. We need to know God, the Spirit, as God of love and God who loves us the same way the Father and the same way the Son loves us. And when we do, dear friend, it brings us into a new reality of relationship, a new reality of expectation and faith. Okay, It brings us into a new reality of understanding, but also of action. Knowing that now, as we are stepping out, we are stepping out knowing that the Father 
has done everything he could to bring us back to himself. Jesus has paid the price, you know, that we can have access. Now we embrace the, the reality of God, the Spirit, who brings us, who puts it all together, so to speak. And he brings us into the experience, the reality of all that Jesus has paid the price for in our name and in our place. So how are we going to experience this love? The love, this love of the Spirit. There are just many ways, but I'm going to give you, you know, a few here. First off, you have to surrender. You have to live a life of surrender. Surrender to the Spirit. You know, Romans 6.13 tells us to surrender, to yield and to surrender to the Lord. You know, surrender means you just put yourself at one's disposal. Just put yourself and at the disposal of God the Spirit. You want to know his love. You want to know his power. You want to know all that he has. Just surrender. See, that's one really the first step to this intimacy, to intensifying intimacy with the Spirit. Put yourself at his disposal without question, without reservation, without condition whatsoever. Secondly, commune with the Spirit in prayer. You know, most of us, when we go to pray, it's like a one-way, you know, conversation. But maybe you are, maybe you haven't. But if you haven't, I just encourage you to start this, your time conversing with the Holy Spirit, communing, not necessarily, you, you know, putting out petitions, not yet, but just communing, asking, inviting Him, and, you know, to, to, into that time of devotion or prayer or whatever it is. You know, you might be driving, you might be walking, you might be exercising, you might be out there on the golf course, you might be doing whatever you love to do. It doesn't matter. You can constantly be in communion with the Holy Spirit. And as you commune, your relationship intensifies. Okay. Now remember, you are in a love relationship. The same way you are in a love relationship with the Father, the Son, you are in a love relationship with the Holy Spirit. Number three, commune with the Spirit in the Word. Invite Him to teach you. Invite Him to, to preach the Word to you, to unveil the Word of God, to, to unpack it for you. Okay? I know, I mean, many times there are complex scriptures, things I didn't understand. I had questions. And it's when I learned to sit at the feet of the Spirit of God. And He began to talk. But then I had to learn to shut up and listen. You know, so that's number three. Number four, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Number five, don't quench the Spirit. I'm not going to dwell on those because I, I, I talk at depth in, in, in Catch and Release, in my book, Catch and Release, uh, The Supernatural, on, how, on all the things that hinder the Holy Spirit, but also the things that attract Him. Okay, remember, this is a love relationship. So you want to remove grieving the Holy Spirit, you know, doing things that hurt Him, okay? Uh, quenching Him, vexing Him, meaning, you know, putting Him off, okay? You want this love relationship to grow, this intimacy to thrive, you know. You have to do things, you know, that delight Him. And when He convicts you of something, you know, don't put it off, but do it immediately. Have immediate obedience, Okay, number six, listen 
and watch. Listen to the Holy Spirit and watch for what the Holy Spirit is doing. Watch for what the Holy Spirit is showing you. It might be, you know, something you, you know, for many, many years, you know, I used to ignore my dreams. And then I found out 99% of my dreams would come true. Some will be good, some will be bad. So then I realized that was one way, you know, the Holy Spirit talks to me. You know, like I teach, again, you know, on the language of the Holy Spirit, on how to hear God's voice. All these are just languages. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, you may get an impression, you know, see something. Some people see visions, others dreams, you know. But you have to pay attention to those things because if you ignore them and neglect them, you're not going to be a good steward. So here... We are stewarding this love. We are stewarding this relationship. The same way we are cultivating and stewarding this relationship with the Father and with, with the Son, Jesus Christ. The same way we are doing it with the Holy Spirit. Knowing that the Holy Spirit knows how to meet you know, the demands and the conditions of the Scriptures. Of all the things that God desires and requires of us. He knows what it takes. So if we can receive his love, rest in his love, and trust that he loves us enough to lead us, you know, like the Bible, Jesus said, he's going to lead you in all truth. Okay, number seven, obey. When he tells you something, be obedient, do it immediately. And number eight, love the Spirit. Love him. It's like any other relationship. When you love that person, show them you love them. You know, tell them you love them. And then that love is going to be reciprocated. Dear friend, I hope this message has blessed you. Before we close this broadcast, I want to invite you all who don't have a relationship with Jesus. You want to experience this love. I want to read your scripture and, I, and then I want to pray with you. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. He says, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple. For with the heart, one believes and is justified and with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. Dear friend, it is as simple as that. You believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth. So if you're ready to take that step today, pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinner and I need a Savior. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I confess with my mouth that I'm saved, that I am yours from this day henceforth. And I believe in, your, in my heart that God rose you from the dead. Thank you, Jesus, for being my Lord and my Savior. Amen. So, dear friend, if you pray that prayer, Jesus has come into your life. Find a Bible-believing church and get plugged in. And I would love to hear from you. Go to our website. Write to me. Or write to the address on your screen. And for those of you that need prayer, send us your prayer requests for uh, our podcast and our radio listeners. It is kingdomimpactministry.org forward slash prayer dash requests. We would love to partner with you in prayer and believe for a miracle for you. May God bless you. And I'll see you next time.
As a believer, the keys to the supernatural are in your hands, and with them you can access your inheritance. In his newest book, Working the Works of God, Dr. Andrew teaches us how, through the glory of God and His anointing, we are empowered to move past our human abilities and function in the supernatural realm, where nothing is impossible. Order your copy today. To become a Kingdom Impact Ministry partner or sow a financial seed, call us toll-free 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or log on to www.kingdomimpactministry.org. Watch Andrew on the Kingdom Come broadcast 24-7 online at kingdomimpactministry.org and on our Kingdom Impact Ministry TV channels available on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Android TV. To stream on the go, get the Kingdom Impact Ministry mobile app for Apple and Android devices from the App Store today. To receive prayer, order resources, or to become a partner with Kingdom Impact Ministry, call us toll-free, 1-855-41-VOICE. That's 1-855-418-6423. Or visit us online at kingdomimpactministry.org. You can also write to us at Kingdom Impact Ministry, P.O. Box 2073, Montrose, Colorado, 81402. This broadcast is a presentation of Kingdom Impact Ministry and is made possible by the grace of God, faithful prayers, and gifts from partners and viewers like you.